Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 682185. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The offense comes on the field with five seconds to go. They'll run a play, and this one will end. Dominique Johnson's the running back. Criswell's in the gun, and he's going to throw it. Jacoby backs up, going to fire it over the middle. Wanted Bryce Stevens incomplete off his hands, and the ball game is over. Sam Pittman heads to midfield. Hugh Freeze, for the second year in a row, has brought a team to Fayetteville and knocked off the Razorbacks. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Seven the buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is a Reaction Monday presented by Flea Management Services, where we're going to react to everything over the sports weekend that we possibly can. And we want to hear your reactions. You can call or text in at 501 501- 661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Wrecker live fan feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, not only are we going to react to everything over the sports weekend, but we're going to have Chris Gordy joining us in the 2 o'clock hour, actually, as uh, we'll talk to him about all the craziness going on over the sports weekend uh, for college football, as well as some NFL, which there's plenty to get to today. And you know, uh, we'll do a little previewing of Arkansas basketball tonight, at least as much as we can as they... Uh, will be taking on uh, or going into their third game of the regular season, which is amazing how already fast it's moving. And, and also, real quick, uh, Old Dominion, by the way, who's who they're playing. L. Ellis normally comes on with us on Monday, but we had to move him back so he had some family in town, so he's going to be joining us on Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. But uh, since it is a reaction Monday, we have, just like we pretty much have done every Monday this football season, have been talking about and reacting to the Razorback football games, each and every one on Monday and discussing uh, what went right and what went wrong. And to tell you the truth, there is nothing that went right uh, against the Auburn Tigers on Saturday. Arkansas lost that game. I don't even want to – you know what? The score doesn't even matter. They just got smoked. I know it was 48-10, to 10, but they got smoked. They got embarrassed at home. And I was there in person. And I, I honestly – I should have been surprised, but I wasn't surprised. It's like once you saw how the game started – and Auburn went right down the field and scored that first touchdown on Arkansas's defense. It's like, okay, well, okay, they got a good game plan. Okay, we'll see how they respond. And Arkansas responds with a three and out and then punts it away, and it's returned for a touchdown. And before you can say, Bob's your uncle, Arkansas's down 14 nothing at home. I just felt like, okay, yep, that's what's going to do it. That's over. And it just was the onslaught the rest of the way. Auburn had over 500 yards offense. Arkansas couldn't get anything going offensively. Their defense got smoked. Their special teams were bad. The coaching was bad. Everything was bad. And now you're sitting here at three and seven. Your bowl chances are officially done. It's out the window. And now the question becomes, as so many people are asking, what's next for the Razorback football program in its future? If the game wasn't over after that punt return, there was, you know, there may have been some people that were optimistic thinking about what happened the previous week where Arkansas goes up fourteen nothing as the road team, and they 
then Florida storms back and, and scores and ties the game. But once Arkansas went down 21 nothing in the first quarter, you knew that the game was over. It already had been where the atmosphere wasn't what it started with being back at home. But, yeah, once it was 21 nothing in the first quarter, even though you got three more quarters to go, game was over. Yeah, sure. it, it just felt like all the wind had been driven out. So, Because here's the thing. Auburn scored 21 points in the first quarter and 21 points in the third quarter. So here's the thing. If you just take away the first and third quarters, Arkansas wins the game. But, you know, that's not how it works because you got to play four quarters. And it just you got to give credit to Auburn. Give credit to Auburn and Hugh Freeze. They came up with a great game plan, and they just put the pedal to the metal and did not let out. And uh, this was the first game that Arkansas just got their taints handed to them. I mean, this was the first game of the season. They got smoked. And the fact that it was at home and the fact that it was coming off of a win that you finally had on the road against Florida, you have the fact that you felt like maybe, just maybe, this is where the, the, the excitement can come in, maybe where some more confidence can come in, maybe things can just go right for a little bit and you can start getting back on track and you follow it up with this, it's just, it's pathetic. I mean, it just didn't look like they wanted to be there. Didn't look like they wanted to play. Uh, the coaches didn't have them ready. And there's just no nothing really redeeming about this game. It, look, it looked like, I mean, it almost looked like, okay, the team that gave up 38 points, the defense that gave up 38 points to BYU, mixed in with the offense against Mississippi State, just came together and had a baby. And this is what it was. Because, the de- I, the defense getting worked like they did was so surprising to me. I mean they, 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 they I mean they just got put on their back of their heels in the beginning. And I mean Auburn again, give them a lot of credit, but they they had it to where Auburn could just pretty much do whatever they want to against the Razorbacks for the most part. It was false hope going into that game from the Florida game, and we we talked about it. We tried to warn everybody that just because they look good against Florida didn't mean that this was something that was going to be for the rest of the season, and not that they looked good against Florida, but they got the win. Right. They got the ultimate result that everybody was looking for. And so, you know, we, we tried to warn that that could have been false hope because we were looking at two teams going into this game where they were going in different directions. Mm-hmm. Auburn was playing a lot better, even though nobody really wanted to give them credit for it. They were the team that was playing better. Arkansas was coming off a performance of playing better and getting the win but these were two teams going in different directions, and it, it showed in the results, and it was early in the game. I guess just the, the fact that they got destroyed like they did was really what set my surprise. Because if you told me Arkansas was going to lose the game, I mean, I felt like Arkansas could win. I, I picked them to win. But if you told me Arkansas was going to lose the game, I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of been the story of their season. They've lost close games. But, I mean, you're close against everybody else, essentially, which doesn't matter. I'm not trying to say it's a positive, but... You played well enough to be in the games against pretty much every opponent you've gone up against, and uh, you know Auburn to come in and just do that was it was weird. It was just like how how does that how is that the follow up to the win? Like how how is that the follow up and that then the performance? But I think it a hundred and ten percent goes on coaching. Uh, the, the coaching did not have them ready uh, and did not have the, any adjustments. Didn't was not able to keep them together and. It was just pathetic. It was just pathetic in a performance. And I think what frustrates and makes me sad, Joe, about the most about it all, is that Arkansas's worst performances this year have all come at home. Like I mean, it's you think about the BYU, like, even like the Kent State game. I mean, that you won, but that, no one was like happy coming out of that game. It was like you won twenty-eight to six. You didn't look good, and then BYU, you lose that game, and then you got the Mississippi State game, which we all know, and and then you got this game. It's like, how is it also that your worst performances, it felt like on the season, came at home? <laughs> how does that? And another thing that just doesn't and make sense. And that's with everybody complaining about, oh, we only have a couple yeah. of home games in the beginning of the season, and then we have to go on this long road stretch and come back home at the end. But, yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it just shows that you have to be ready each and every week, and it doesn't matter if the games are home or on the road. But, yeah, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense that, the worst performances have been at home. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be the reward. That's supposed to be the thing that you, you get to enjoy. Is you don't have to travel. You don't have to go to places that you got to stay in a hotel room. You you get to stay at home. You get to stay where you're at, and uh, you know, not have to worry about leaving to go anywhere. And you get to be in front of your home fans. Which uh, I was there. The, the weather was perfect. I mean, the weather was perfect. It was a mid afternoon game. There was about 70,000 fans there. It and was a Auburn took good full crowd. advantage of it. They did. Of all those things. They, I mean, they did. And they, I mean, because they, 
they again give them nothing but credit. They are the ones that took care of business and beat Arkansas like a redheaded stepchild. And so it's just very disappointing to see. And now the page becomes up, okay, so what's the future about? You know, is Sam Pittman going to keep his job? Well, as of today, right now, he is still the head coach of Arkansas. Uh, we uh, did will have some audio to play. He actually met with the media at noon for a press conference. We'll have some of the things that he had to say about his job security and about his mentality moving forward, which some of you uh, may be interested in that. Some of you may get mad at it, but we'll still, <laughs> we'll still play it nonetheless. Well, you know what? Um, a lot of times when these situations come about, the administrator, whoever is in charge, is who people are used to hearing from. And we hear a lot of times that they'll come out and give the coach a vote of confidence. So there may be some people that really are interested in hearing from Hunter Juracek and what he has to say in this moment. Probably won't get that right now, but that's what people want to hear and who they want to hear from. I wish Hunter Juracek could do kind of like what Jerry Jones does in the Cowboys. You know, does like a weekly spot with us, like you're on the show, just... Hey, so uh, you lost another game, so tell us what's going on. Uh, you know, that'll hey, never hey, happen. Calm down. Yeah. You, you better be good. We're, we're going to have a good conversation here, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he would just decide not to come on with us at all and do that. But, yeah, uh, that would be awesome if you could hear. But you're right. Like he, People want to know where your check's mindset is at. He's the one that's going to – I know there's other people involved in the decision-making, but it's ultimately going to come to him when he decides to make a move, if he decides to make a move, or when he decides to make or, a move. Or just hear where his mind is right yeah. now. It's it's not even about, you know, because he wouldn't give that away about what's going to happen, but just kind of what's the mindset going on right now? What are, what are you thinking? Hmm? Even, just, even just put out a tweet. Just have him put out a tweet. It's like, okay, here's what I think, guys. And uh, this is it, you know, and it'll probably be some very good coach speak that will, you know, be like, I'm, you know, I'm still confident that we can turn this around. We'll see how it plays out. And most of the times when you get that statement, that means that is the end. It is the end. So that may may be just best for him not to to say anything. But listen, I I know we are going to have a lot of phone calls and messages to come in today, folks, and rightfully so, because there's a lot going on. And I know a lot of people have their opinions on, on everything. But I'm telling you, um, you know, after that performance and after where Arkansas is at right now, we're sitting at three and seven with two games left, and one of them gets Missouri, who's looking really good right now. Um, you know, it, it, the best case scenario is you go four and eight, I think, and I just don't think that's enough. I don't, I don't, I don't feel confident about going forward if that's the case, if that's what it's going to be under Sam Pittman. I just don't feel good about it. I'm not sitting here calling and saying he needs to be fired immediately, but I'm just saying I, my feeling towards the future of Razorback football is not strong right now with Sam Pittman, and I really like Sam Pittman. If you've listened to the show, you know how much I've, I've liked Sam Pittman and I've defended Sam Pittman, but I just can't after that. You know, I, it, it's, it's one thing where you've lost some games, but to have that happen in front of the home crowd and uh, to just look completely and totally lost for across the board is just something I can't accept. I can't accept it. And, you know, I, I, you got coaches already getting fired, which I know we'll talk about that. Texas A&M officially fires Jimbo Fisher. Kept waiting on when that was going to happen. It's kind of funny. He gets fired after a blowout win over Mississippi State. It's like, no, usually coaches get fired after losses, but he gets he got fired after a pretty big win over they Mississippi State. They want to go State. ahead and get everything in motion. Yeah, makes sense, because then Zach Arnett, the Mississippi State coach, gets fired. It, it's one of those things where if they were already in that frame of mind, they're thinking that they don't want something in these last couple of games to kind of change the tune. Right. They want to go ahead and get it out of the way now. Yeah. Well, we'll keep you updated on anything changes, but we want to hear from you folks. What do you make of Arkansas, Sam Pittman, and the future of Razorback football? Call or text in 501-661-1037. We'll get to all those reactions and all those responses. Coming up next, you're on Out of Bounds on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. So stay with us. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. Center. Arkansas football suffered another embarrassing home loss this weekend as they fell to Auburn 48-10. to Tigers rushed for 354 yards in the game. That's the most they've had since rushing for 543 yards against Arkansas in 2016. Here's what Sam Pittman had to say after the loss. For whatever reason, we didn't play with a lot of, it didn't look to me like a lot of energy. 
maybe they sucked it out of us fast, you know, but that's not what a good coach or well-coached team does. Arkansas hosts FIU this Saturday. Kickoff is set for 6.30. Coverage will start on the buzz at 2.30. And in the SEC, two coaches have been fired already. Jimbo Fisher was let go by Texas A&M yesterday. Then this morning, Zach Arnett was fired by Mississippi State. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Chances are, this Thanksgiving you'll take your family to grandmother's house. But every year, hundreds never make it because they weren't buckled up. This is Thanksgiving Day. Arkansas law enforcement wants to make sure you arrive safely. So buckle up. Wearing your seatbelt not only saves you from getting a ticket, it could save your life. Click it for tickets. A reminder from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Doublebee's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Doublebee's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball. 103.7 The Buzz. Catherine Eldridge here with Doe's Eat Place Little Rock, reminding you to call us and book your holiday party now. We can do parties from 7 to 65. Just call 501-376-1195 for more information and to book your group. And remember, Doe's Eat Place, for goodness sakes. In Arkansas, cancers of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Here from Westwood One. Monday Night Football is coming up from Buffalo with the Bills and the Broncos. Sean Payton's Denver team is coming off their bye week and looking for a third straight win. Sean McDermott's Bills need a win to stay above 500. Kevin Harlan and Ross Tucker will call the action on air and on the free live stream sponsored by AutoZone on Monday Night Football. Right here on 1037 The Buzz. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Protect your engine better with Syntec Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil, only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec High Mileage is formulated for today's engines with over 75,000 miles. Now get five quarts of Syntec High Mileage and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $34.99. Limit supply. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Dean's going to throw, and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off, and he's going to go the distance. 50, 40, 30, 20. Brad Spence to the house. And intercepts in return for a score 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? On 103.7 The Buzz. Out of Bounds here on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services and we'll continue to get to all your reactions from everything over the sports week and a lot of you uh, may have watched that Razorback game but a lot of you probably did something a lot better like going hunting, right? It's hunting season and if you've yet to go on your trek for hunting, go over to Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart because they got it all for you when it comes to all of your hunting needs and especially when you're in need of quality tree stands. The Big Game Hunter HD 1.5 ladder stand now available for just $149.99. And the Muddy Outdoor Skybox Deluxe ladder stand can be yours for only $189.99. And that's not all. Max Prairie Wings has a vast selection of deer rifles, high quality scopes, rifle ammo, and deer scent. Everything that you need to bag that buck. And they got that store down there in Stuttgart. But you can also visit them online at maxpw.com. That's M A C K S P W.com take advantage of these amazing deals and here's the best part you can enjoy free shipping on orders of 99 dollars or more just be sure to sign up for the newsletter to receive exclusive offers and news and updates to enhance your hunting experience because the hunt begins right here at max prairie wings where they're passionate about helping you make this deer season the best one yet max prairie wings your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs happy hunting two snc coaches fired i think it's been about 24 hours and that probably just increases the noise about what you know because you're here. Do you, how do you deal with that? Do you block? Do you ignore it? Do you address it? With, you know, how, how you, yeah, that's a good question. That. You know, I think it's hard. You know, obviously, to block out all noise. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we've got a job to do, and uh, that is to get prepared each and every week. And um, but you know, Jamie and I, when we got here, we we were planning on coaching here until. Uh, whatever that date was that we were going to go down to Hot Springs and call it a day. I'm not close to that year right now, and the plan is to get this program back to where it deserves to be and stay here as long as as we possibly can. And uh, so it's hard. It's obviously that's a really good question, by the way. But to um, block out noise, you know, it's more like. For the kids, for the recruits, you know, once it starts, you know, a lot of negative stuff. It's, it's, it's about recruiting, and I know what's going on. Hunter Urechek knows what's going on, but really nobody else really. It's opinion. They don't really know what's going on, but it affects our recruits. So we spent a lot of time yesterday with that as well. But my job is to get ready for FIU. Uh, I'm not worried about my job security at all. Uh, and I think I'm the guy for for the university, and I want to stay here for a long time. That was Sam Pittman today as he met with the media and being asked about uh, keeping uh, the team motivated, but not only that, but blocking out all the noise and approaches it in the way of, you know, you think what a coach would. is like, uh, you know, I'm not worried about it, and i got a job to do, getting ready for FIU. You know, me and Jamie, whenever they get to the point to where we want to retire and go down to Hot Springs, he's like, that that day will come, but... I don't. I'm nowhere close to wanting that day to be here, and he's going to do what he can to to make the program as good as it can and turn it around. Essentially, is what he's saying. Which, you know, some people took that I saw on like social media and stuff just in a negative way and everything. But I guess I look at it, Joe, as just. I mean, what do you expect him to say? You know, in that situation, that's what coaches are going to say for the most part. Maybe somebody, you know, maybe gets a little bit more real about it. But um, as a head coach, you just got to continue to do your job, and that's what he wants to do. Is continue to do his job, get ready for the next game, and 
not worry about job security or anything like that because he's got a job to do in his own mind. Well, he stated how he feels. He answered the question in that way. Now, he may not have a choice in the matter. It may be different, but he was answering the question and stating how he feels and where he is at this moment. Yeah, and yeah, just because he feels a certain way doesn't mean other people don't. But still, he's going to continue to do what he can do to try to coach this team and going to keep working through it, and we'll see uh, what the results are. I've got a lot of people who are calling in, so we'll try to work through all those. Let's start with John, who's in Hot Springs. What's up, John? Hi, John, Joe. Uh, I had no dog that I loved so much I couldn't stand it. He just kept getting worse and worse, and I told my wife to to put him down. So I let him go. Didn't want to do it, but I said, if we don't do it now, it's going to be in a couple of days. It's going to be next week. He's going to go. I said, it's time to go, Sam. I'm, I love you, but Texas and Oklahoma are coming into this. We've got all these. We're the worst team in the SEC. Look at it. You've got head coaches that are fabulous here, and our guy is just not up to par. I hate it. I hate it more than anything. I thought we'd found a man. He's a good daddy, but he just can't pull the job. We need a young, energetic coach. Who's going to come in here? Who In the transfer portal, can you imagine who we're going to get? We're not going to get anybody. Anybody that's here that's any good is going to leave. Come on, you guys. I hate it, but we've got to face it. That's it. Bye. Appreciate the phone call, John. And I think a lot of fans agree with you. In fact, I think the majority of fans that even want Sam Pittman gone feel the same way where it's like they wanted it to work. They wanted him to be successful. Uh, they, they liked what he did and how much he loved Arkansas and being here, and he did some good things. But, you know, it's, in year four, you've gone from nine wins to seven wins to possibly four wins. And you, you just can't do that. <laughs> you just can't. Can't uh, can, can have that keep going and expect the the results to be any different. Let's try a NASCAR guy in Cabot. What's up, NASCAR guy? Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, of course. As far as the reaction to the game goes, I think my reaction is the same as everybody else's. So I just wanted to point out something that really bothered me, and that was returning the kickoff from the three. <laughs> yeah. And from within the 10, I think we did that two or three times in a row in the beginning of the game, you know, and at one point we were already down 14 and we're still returning the ball within the 10 yard line. Why are you doing that? You know, just, just take the ball, take that three yards and start at the 25. You're already down two scores. So that really bothered me that, that we weren't taking those three yards given the situation that we were in. And, uh, as far as, the uh, names being thrown out there as far as a new head coach or whatever i am definitely in the minority i know a lot of people want a big name uh you know with experience to bring in recruits right away i am the total opposite i see it as we're already at rock bottom we might as well get somebody who's you know working their way up and who is doing well and making a name for themselves and that person is chris mccullough at texas permian basin uh, if you haven't heard of this man, he's turned this program around. It is a D2 school. He won a bowl game his first year. He's 19-4 and four overall, 10-1 and one this year. Texas Permian Basin, Arkansas native. So uh, I just wanted to throw that out there to see if y'all have heard of him. I really think we should have him in some form or fashion, whether it be head coach or just, you know, an assistant coach, and you know, in our program in some way. So that's all I got, Phil. Thanks. All right, appreciate it, guy. I've never heard of that guy, so I apologize for not knowing anything about him. Um, but here's the thing: it's like I guess there's no coaching change that's been made yet. But when it happens, if it happens, like I just, there needs to be like a banned list of coaches that you can't bring up and say that. Oh, oh how about him? Uh, you know, like you can't. No, Urban Meyer's not coming to Arkansas. <laughs> like Bobby Trino's not coming back. That's not happening. Like there's just certain coaches that you just need to have from the banned list. Um, but honestly, there's no reason in talking about it. I mean, I get you can wish, you can dream, you could look into it, but until a change is made, until Sam Bim is no longer the coach, I don't know what, uh, what it's going to do to talk about who you want next, where it could end up being you can't say anything or can't talk about it because you have Sam Bittman next year. 
Uh, it's just it's weird. It's a, it's a weird situation that Arkansas finds themselves in. Because um, I've actually heard, and I'm not trying to say like, oh, I got sauces in the inside, but I've heard that a lot of it is, of course, trying to, you know, with the buyout and with the money and with the, the, a lot of the new renovations and the things that Arkansas is trying to do, like with Bud Walton and how much it's going to cost for that. Like, uh, there's a lot of money that they're trying to uh, work around and and uh, relocate and and try to make it work where maybe that's why the timing of it is. Like, I'm just hearing that there's a lot of people that are thinking one way, and we know the boosters are always involved, board of trustees are always involved, your checks involved. Like, so many, uh, what do they say, so many uh, roosters in the hen house or however it's put. But, yeah, there's just a lot of people you got to, like, go through where it's not just, like, one person's final decision. It's a lot of people have their own opinions on it and have power in this yeah, situation. Yeah, all that. Um, I mean, money, we, we know that money is always going to be a factor, but... One thing shouldn't affect the other because you have to think about the future in this sense, and you can't just think about the right now. And for the future, it could get worse than what it is now. You know, even if you're thinking about the money situation, you need to go ahead and handle business if if ultimately that's what's going to be done. Yeah, you got to look at it as what is best for your program and moving forward. And, you know, if the money's an issue, I don't, I don't know. Hey, how about this? Just... Ask all the uh, all the Razorback fans to donate five bucks, and then uh, you may, if you do that, there you go. You could you could pay for all that, or charge like an, an extra buck for every beer. You know, you know, you can do little things here and there to kind of try to get some more money in. I'm joking halfway, but still, you, the point is is that you got money. You shouldn't worry about okay, well, uh, if we do this, it's going to impact this. You got to do what's best for the program moving forward. Because I mean, if you, I just don't know like season ticket sales. Yeah, you got a great home schedule next year, but. I mean, is Sam Pimmons still the guy, and you're coming off a four and eight season, and you got all new offense, all new quarterbacks. Like, is anybody going to be bouncing, jumping up and down, wanting season tickets next year? Well, it's just going to be about the results, though. Like, if you go into that and you get results, then it'll pay off. But at this moment, nobody can see that you're going to get the positive results. Yeah, there's no positive energy. There's no energy right now. Brent's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? Uh, well, as a matter of fact, I'm driving from uh, from Fayetteville today. I had a friend come to the game and dropped him off at the airport, so I'm headed back. Hey, Brent, you, you sound kind of spotty, man. You sound kind of spotty. Oh, you got me now? Okay, yeah, that's a little better. Um, John, there's one thing our team could have could have won an award for uh, Saturday. Okay. If if we if it had been Academy Awards Day. We could have won an award for playing dead in a Western movie. That is true. That is true. If there was an award for that, you we, could have won an Academy Award. Yep. We were absolutely, we were absolutely horrific, horrible, and un unwatchable. And I like Sam Pittman. I truly do. He's a great guy. Great offensive. Well, he's a came as a great offensive line coach. I I don't see how Hunter Year checks cannot make a change. There's got to be something done. This team has no leadership. Nothing. This team is done, as y'all say at 3 o'clock. We are out of here. We're done. That's what our team has told us. <laughs> hey, Brent. We're done. They, they made your guy yes. that you've been tearing down all season look like a great quarterback, Peyton Thorne. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, we made we made him look like the second coming of Johnny Manziel. I mean, yeah, wait, we have let go of the rope. Forget forget trying to swallow water ski. We just said forget it. We're headed towards the bank. We're done. It certainly gives that vibe right now, Brent. It certainly gives that vibe. We appreciate you calling in, man. man. Thanks, Brent. Yeah, we got to keep moving because we got a lot of people uh, calling in. Uh, let's see, let's get J.K. in Fairfield Bay. And what's up, J.K.? Hey, guys. Hey, Brent. I was 10 years old when we won the national championship in 64. And since we joined the SEC, thank well, let me tell you something. Things have changed. Arkansas back in the 60s was a top 10, if not a top 5, powerhouse team. Nebraska, Alabama, Arkansas. But things changed, folks. I'm telling you right now that Arkansas, I think, is they're not going to win the SEC West because there's so much parity. And LSU back in the 60s was all 
basically it was our battle line trophy and so I'm just going to tell everybody what I feel is that Arkansas will play hell winning SEC West because of all the parity that's going on guys hell Missouri's coming on so everybody get real you know so I'll just uh, hang up and listen alright appreciate it JK thanks for calling in uh, let's try uh, Alex in Arkadelphia what's up Alex what's up John Freaky Joe how y'all doing Doing good. Doing great, man. Okay, so let's say Arkansas does fire or Sam Pittman and Arkansas come to an agreement. Who do we have on the radar? Travis Williams obviously has a hold of the defense. Defense has been better. Granted, this past weekend they didn't do so hot. But do you offer him the job, or who do you go get? And I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate it, Alex. Again, we're, this is just all on the assumption that Sam Pim's not going to be the guy. But, no, I, I have never liked from high, hiring internally unless there was just certain circumstances. Go out and just make it make it fresh. Get somebody new. Get somebody young. Get some, I think it has to be offensive-driven. And I'm not saying this in a negative way, but it's like, you know you're not going, you're not, you're not going to get the, the five-star players coming to Arkansas in football all the time. Like, it's just not going to happen. Uh, it's great to think about. Maybe you can get one or two, but it's just not going to happen. So essentially, you got to go and you got to find you a coach that's really offensive minded um, and has a, a good energy and is able to win and find success with uh, players that may not be uh, going up against the LSU's and the Georgias and the Bamas and talent wise, but maybe schematically. I know I keep using like a Bobby Petrino angle, not saying Bobby Petrino needs to come back, but that was kind of like a perfect fit of somebody who offensive minded had some good players and was able to make the system work within the conference and find success. That's always been, at least to me, the best way of going about if you're Arkansas trying to find a new coach. It's easier said than done, but somebody like that uh, if you go that route. If you go with a defensive coach, and we know that a lot is catered towards offense these days, then it's just important in who you make the, the hire with and bring in offensively for an offensive coordinator. So. It's been shown that defense can be done. Look at what Duke is doing this yeah. year. Mike Elko being a defensive coach, but you have to have the good and right offensive pieces around. Well, even and I don't point just saying like in the same example as Duke because he's not at a not he's at a non power five school, but you know, Barry Odom's done a really good job at UNLV. I think what are they, eight and two? I think nine and one, eight and two, something like that. He's a defensive minded coach, so you can find success. It's just again, and also we you don't need to have you don't have to have an Arkansas guy. Some of the best coaches, if not the best coaches in Razorback sports history, have not been Arkansas guys. I'm an Arkansas people. Just get the best one. Don't worry about all that. Uh, before we take a break, Tim's in Nashville. What's up, Tim? Hey, how's it going, guys? I just uh, hopped on Twitter real quick, and I'm seeing it's true that they confirmed or Sam Pittman admitted to the whole Polar Express video on halftime. Yeah, and then I know we're dreaming. No, I was just going to say, yeah, we're going to play that clip here in a bit, too. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's crazy. And then last bit, um, did we have a shot at Mike Norvell? Or was he, like, when we were searching for Pittman, was it a possibility for us to get him and I'll hang up and listen? I appreciate it, Tim. Um, Mike Norvell had been passed over before, so having a shot at him at that time, probably not. But in the past, yes, there there was... An opportunity to bring in Mike Norvell, Lane Kiffin, Coach Prime. I mean, the list goes on of coaches. Now, people will look at the result of what they're doing now and say, well, they should be here or they should have been here. Well, I mean, you have to be forward thinking and get them here at the moment and not looking at what they're doing now to say, oh, we, we can go get them now mm-hmm. because timing is everything. And at this time, it may not be possible when – at one time, it really was possible. Yeah, even Malzahn, he, you know, for all intents and purposes, in 2012, he would have been the head coach at Arkansas. But they went with Brett Bielma instead. And so sometimes it just it just be like that, unfortunately, for the Razorbacks. We'll get to a lot more phone calls and text messages and what stream of the world sports coming up next on Out of Bounds. First Tree Communities presents the high school football game of the week with R.J. Hawk, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors. Every Friday night this football season, the guys will travel the state to find the best matchups in high school football. The Burst Tree Communities High School Game of the Week is brought to you in part by Roller Funeral Homes, the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, Midtown Plumbing, ASU Three Rivers, Arkansas Medical Staffing, Alliance Electric, the Arkansas Trucking Association, Guatney Buick GMC, Guatney Chevrolet, and Summit Utilities. 
pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. Is your Oak Lawn a roaring crowd and thundering thoroughbreds? Or is it betting long shots over cold beer and corned beef? For all the reasons we love it, live racing is back at Oak Lawn starting December 8th. Champion thoroughbreds, more race days, and the largest purses in the track's history. Join us for opening day December 8th. Make your reservations now at oaklawn.com. What's your Oak Lawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Friends, I believe Scott Romine could be our next super friend. What kind of powers does he have? He'll squat me unplugged every Saturday at 9 a.m. That's not much of a power. I can control fish. I'll make him a costume. Holy Buzz Radio Batman. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. If that's not enough, their deluxe turkey dinner also includes sweet potato casserole, green beans, and apple pie. Now that's what I call a Thanksgiving spread. Click on edwardsfoodgiant.com to view their full menu and find out how to order your dinner. Right this way. Welcome to the Million Dollar VIP Club, an all-new VIP scratch-off ticket from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. It's for very important players and is hiding some very impressive prizes, like a top prize of a million bucks and more than 42 million in total prizes. Be a VIP today. Ask for the new Million Dollar VIP Club Scratcher. You could play, scratch, and win a million. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson off the zone read. Play action. Pumps once. Looking deep. Tesla at the goal line. Complete touchdown, Arkansas. Man, is this guy a find or what? On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. In- Make a trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. On GuadneyChevrolet.com, you can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. 
It is Out of Bounds here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. And I wanted to play this before we get back into the phone calls, because I know there's some people patiently holding. But uh, there was a video that went viral on social media that uh, in the locker room of the Razorback football team at halftime, there was the movie Polar Express that was playing on a TV. And everyone's like, what in the world is going on? Well, there was an explanation behind it. And Sam Pittman was actually asked about it in his press conference today. And, yeah, it's a, it's a weird question to be asked about, but only in college football could you have something like this actually happening. I know this might be a frustrating question for you, but there was a video, you know, shared on social media yeah. about players watching a movie during halftime. I'm wondering, you know, what were your thoughts on the video? Did you see it? And kind of what were your thoughts on you know, kind of the reaction from people when they saw it? What was the show? Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen Polar Express, but – so I don't really know my thoughts on the movie. But, uh, you know, in our locker room, I want to reward our kids by letting them run through the A if they practice well. And so we don't have enough lockers in our main locker to um, house all the kids. So some of them have to go in a separate locker. And it's separate and a separate door to the locker. And... uh and so, um, uh, young man, I've already addressed it with him. He made a mistake. Uh, that's why we don't, you know, you don't want uh, cameras in a locker room for several reasons, you know, because of the showering, you're this, that, and other. But it's hard because the music's on it as well. You know what I'm saying? So that's a team rule. You can't have your, uh, but there also is a team rule. You don't post anything, you know, after Friday night, you know, after we, we leave on Friday. And, uh, so the young man made a mistake, uh, sent it to a friend, friend sent it to his brother, brother put it out on what have you, and uh, I've already addressed it, and, and uh, I think we're fine there. But it was just a, a mistake that a young man made, and I wish he wouldn't have, but uh, he came in, he was sorry for it, he was uh, very remorseful for it, and so we're going to move on. <laughs> that is a question that was asked and answered in a real press conference of a college football team. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, which he didn't address the issue as far as the movie being on. Yeah, but he just well, you know, talked about you know posting and which he's absolutely right in that sense that things things that happen within that realm shouldn't be out for everybody to see. But at the same time, it got out, and then there's a situation of what happened there and. That's something that shouldn't have been happening at the time. Well, he did kind of talk a little bit more about it later in the press conference where he said, he's like, to be honest, he's like, I didn't even know they had access to the TV in there. He's like, because it's, it's the walk-on locker rooms. And he's like, and, you know, they don't go out on the field or anything. He's like, I didn't even know that they had access to turn on whatever was on TV. He's like, but that's been addressed. So, yeah. It's like, what in the world? And why, why Polar Express of all movies? That was the thing I was wondering about. Not that it matters. I was just like... The walk-ons, man, like, you know what, you know what really what I want to watch in the middle of the game? Polar Express, let's watch that. It's like, of all that, man, at least watch, like, Die Hard or something like that. Maybe get you pumped up. But, yeah, what a, what a question and what a conversation to have. Only in college football could you have that. Oh, jeez, what a joke. Uh, let's get uh, Mike in North Little Rock on the line. What's up, Mike? How you doing, guys? Good. Doing guys, great. No. I, just, I just heard that thing. At least they, at least they ain't smoking weed in the, in the locker room. Uh, yeah, yeah, there could always be that. Could always be that. Yeah, got what I heard they were doing. Uh, I don't know. I got. I was at the game. You know, I spent five hundred dollars to go up there and watch that game. Saturday uh, was I disappointed? Yeah, I was disappointed. Am I ready to fire Pittman? No, I'm not ready to fire Pittman. It's got to be something done. I mean, we can't keep hiring and firing coaches because we're already in a position where we can't hardly get a coach. I mean, Pittman's going to have to realize how much longer he got on his contract. I believe three? it. Yeah, I think it's three, three years. years. I think it's three years through 2027, yeah. I think. I mean, uh, no, we don't get no more extensions. I don't care if he wins nine games next year. we got to start seeing something different besides one year climbing and two years falling. And, uh, I mean, I ain't got nothing against the guy. I'm like all other Razorback fans. I'm 64 years old. been a Razorback fan all my life. And uh, to spend that kind of money and go watch the game when we didn't even sit down and it was seven to nothing. 
Yeah. And uh, the boot run back, and we watched that before we even got in our chair. So that game, they, they weren't even ready for that game. The players. Coach can't do it all. The players have got to step up and do something. So, I mean, they put it all on the coach. I understand he's at buck stops with him. But I'm a fan, and I'm going to be a fan, win, lose, or draw. But I understand everybody's upset, everybody's up. I mean, it's, this season's over with. It don't matter if we win or lose these next two games. We need to start worrying about what we're going to do next year as far as the Razorback fans in football. No. So, and that's where the coach's head needs to be. And what, what they're going to do. Because if we lose another coach, we're going to lose recruits. Uh, I mean, we're going to be in another rebuilding thing, and we don't need to go there again. Three coaches in seven years. Come on, guys. we got to stop, stop something. All right. Well, pre- appreciate appreciate the phone call, Mike. We got to run because we're about to run out of time here. So I just want to get uh, Jim and Bismarck in before we take a top of the hour update. What's up, Jim? Hi. You there, Jim? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. What's up, man? Man, hey, the Barry uh, Odom thing, man. Do, you, do y'all feel like maybe Barry Odom was more of the one in charge or kind of in Pittman's ear the whole time? And do you think part of the success came from – uh, the last coach's recruits, and I'll hang up and listen. All right, appreciate it, Jim. There, there's a little bit of uh, both of those mm-hmm. where new coach takes over, you can take advantage of the talent that's already there. Now, with the transfer portal and to go to the previous caller, what he was saying there, things have changed with the transfer portal. You can hit the reset button and have success because you can bring in a new crop of players. But as far as, uh, yeah, Sam Pittman has said in the past that he would get advice from Barry Odom, who's been a head coach previously, and they were great friends. And uh, you've seen Coach Pittman maybe in, at his best in whatever job he was doing at the time when he had somebody that was really close to him, you know, go with Jim Chaney as the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's been at his best moments when somebody was there that was really close to him. Yeah. And also, it's not uncommon. We see it happen all the time where head coaches have guys that were also head coaches previously on staff to, to help them with different things. Don't know exactly what the role was and, you know, as far as you know, how much was he leaning on him. But, yeah, I think that was 100% the case. Because I think even when Barry, uh, Sam Pittman hired Barry Odom, when he first got to Arkansas, he says that was one of the reasons he brought him on. He's like, I've never been a head coach before. I wanted to get somebody that had coaching experience. And they were friends. So, yeah, I think that there's a lot of truth to both of those comments. But we got to take a top of the hour update. When we come back, Chris Gordy is going to join us because we're going to talk to him about Arkansas situation, but also the rest of the SEC and the situations that Mississippi State and Texas A&M find themselves in as they fired their coaches. Will those be the only ones? We'll talk about that and a lot more in the second hour of Out of Bounds. Coming up next, stay with us. Game day starts with the Mud Connection Hogwild pregame show with Trey Schapp and David Basil. Brought to you in part by Bud Light and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, and friends. Whatever kind of outdoor fun you're into, you can find it at 52 parks around the state. 